0: Our show is brought to you by Craftsman, America's most trusted tool brand. Trust in your hands.
1: Welcome to Spark People Radio. With more than 13 million members in over 100 countries, we're spreading the positive spark across the globe, thanks to you. I'm Lily Hill. And I'm Karen Hudson. And this show is not just about giving you the very best health-related information available. It's also about you supporting you in every imaginable way to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you have everything it takes to reach any fitness goal you set for yourself, any one of them. And we'll be here to remind you week in and week out that that strength is within you and all you need is the right tools and support. And now, through Spark People, you got them
2: and they're free.
1: (laughs) And as usual, we feel privileged to be that support team and
2: your friends along the journey. And that brings us to our quote to start today's show. We love this one. Success is the sum of small efforts, repeated day in and day out. Oh. Robert Collier. I love that. That is
1: so absolutely true. Yeah. That is exactly how I got over my compulsion around food. It was tiny little things every day. Yeah. And again, more our manageable mind, steps. More manageable steps because our minds keep taking us to the big goals. Uh huh. We get overwhelmed that by is. those. That is. That's too much it's to too take much. on. It's too much. It's like. You it's can't like, do it all in no. a day. It's what like trying to today? eat a buffet rather than, oh, you know, yeah. a, a normal sized portion. Oh, yeah. Too much. It's overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Overwhelmed for sure. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about one of the blogs that was on the Spark People website that got a ton of attention. And it's around a new artificial sweetener called
2: Nectress. Yeah, this is the hot new sweetener. This is the hot new one. Sweeping the country.
1: And so, you know, it's so funny because when I think of artificial sweeteners, I think of the different colored bags because my father and mother are obsessed with uh, the pink bag. They sweet, call, sweet and low? Sweet and love. Uh-huh. They call them pinkies. Pinkies. So my mother will say to me, if she comes down for a visit, we're having tea or coffee. She'll say, do you have any pinkies? And I'll look at her like, huh? <laughs> what is that, yeah. mom? But now there's the pink bag, uh-huh. with the little pink baggies. Right. Then you got the yellow ones. Yep. Then you've got the blue
2: you ones. The blue. I don't even know and what color white. neck dress is The yet. white, I think it's the traditional. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there's all sorts of controversy around it, because even though they call it a natural sweetener, uh-huh. they're, they're artificial sweeteners. You yeah. know, it's they're not chemicals. like... It's, there are some chemicals involved. So it's all about balance with these sweeteners. But this one has been getting quite a lot of positive attention because the taste is good. It's much sweeter than traditional sugars. I think they said something like 20 times stronger than the than table sugar. So do you need less? Is that right? Supposedly you need less. Uh huh. The funny thing about it, though, is that I have found, and this is not true, I haven't tried this neck yet, but I have tried a few that have absolutely wreaked havoc. On my body. Oh, right. I can remember when I first started dieting, I thought, let me go with these artificial sweeteners. Yeah. And one of the ones, I think it was xylitol or sorbitol, I can't remember. But all I remember is eating a ton of sugar-free candy. I think it was... Jelly bellies or jelly beans or jelly bears something like that. That's
2: one of your favorites.
1: My stomach that night, I don't know if any of our Spark listeners have had this experience, but it literally felt like my stomach was a boiling cauldron. <sighs> the way it that hurts. it sounded, I'm not kidding. It was wow. just... A... <laughs> it scared me. It frightened me. It like, like some sort of chemical reaction was
2: going on. That's
1: exactly right. So that's how I know, whoa, I really overdid that uh-huh. artificial sweetener.
2: So, if you're just joining us, we're talking about artificial sweeteners and sugar, and how much is too much and not enough, and how how is it, Lil? You you, this is a topic that you know, you know a great deal about your sugars because you've had experience with eating a lot of sugar in your life, <laughs> which you've which you've shared. I feel thrown under the bus. <laughs> I'm totally joking. And I'm... and going the diet, the the you know artificial sweeteners. Right. What what is your feeling? What is your take on? Which when, is the better way to you go? Should, yeah, which, which you should use, yeah. real sugar or artificial sweeteners?
1: Well, it's, it's a tricky subject because when you, for me, because I had the compulsion around food, if I told myself I couldn't have sugar, mm. it's all I thought about. Denying you. Denying myself. But what I had to do is create some boundaries around it where I felt free enough to have some sugar without overdoing it because sugar is a drug. They uh-huh. say if they knew 50 years ago what they know about sugar today, it would be outlawed because your body starts to crave it. You set up an internal environment where your body needs it, and it gives you those cravings. And so you can put an artificial sweetener in, but it doesn't totally dupe the body. It doesn't satisfy it It doesn't completely satisfy it. So my recommendation would be whenever you can get Sugars. I mean, there's so much sugar in all of our foods that we're not even aware of, especially the processed foods. Oh, Tons yeah. of sugars. Lots of sugar. Yeah, lots of sugar. So I say err on the side of moderation in every arena. What I do now at this point is as many natural sugars, truly natural sugars as possible. Do I do xylitol sometimes in my coffee because I don't want to put sugar in and I like a little bit of a, an extra kick? Absolutely. But I try to find the balance there. And that is the key. When you're dealing with anything, moderation, It's... A practice to get to a point where you can do anything in moderation if you've been overdoing it for a while. But set your boundaries around it. Say, Sit yourself down in the morning and say, all right, how, many, how much sugar am I going to allow myself today? And when I do eat my sugar, I enjoy it, Karen. Yeah, you do. I do not sit there and feel guilty around it. I enjoy it. That's why I feel satisfied sooner. When I felt guilty around it, I'd plunge through an entire half-gallon of ice cream or a bag of cookies without thinking twice about it. Uh-huh. But now that I allow myself to
2: enjoy it, That has changed dramatically, so that's what I recommend
1: highly. Moderation, my friends. Lighten up key.
2: Yes. Lighten up on yourself and lighten up on your body.
1: It's beautiful. So we've got a wonderful show for you today. And next up we want to ask you guys. Do you feel a little confused in your kitchen sometimes? A little baffled? Yeah, overwhelmed by choices, or even maybe bored by the daily grind of having to cook for yourself? Dull drums. <laughs> if so, stay tuned. Chef Meg is going to divulge her secrets for preparing food for three teenage boys and a husband. I don't know how she does it without stressing out. I don't either, but she's going to tell us. You're listening to Spark People Radio, the brainchild of our founder Chris Downey and the entire Spark team, who want you to experience the delicious and rewarding feeling of being healthy in every sense of the word.
3: Where does the love for a car come from? If the car is a Subaru Legacy, the answer would be the symmetrical all-wheel drive. Power goes to all four wheels all the time for optimum grip. The Subaru Boxer engine's lower center of gravity makes the Subaru Legacy more responsive around corners and gets better fuel economy than front-wheel drive competitors. What you have then is a mid midsize sedan with grip, handling, and enviable fuel economy. It's no wonder it turns people into people who love cars. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru.
0: Our show is brought to you by Subaru. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru.
1: Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Spark People Radio, and we're part of the Entertainment Radio Network. So go to ernlive.com to find more great shows like Parenting Magazine Live, Love That One, Men's Health Radio, Fantastic, and Popular Science Radio. And now the
2: latest, and we like to think the greatest Spark People Radio. I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And we are here with our spark expert and sparkster extraordinaire, Chef Meg Galvin, who will be sharing with us. Sister Meg! Love our sister Meg. (laughs) She'll be sharing with us some tools to decrease the overwhelm in the kitchen. We need you, Meg. Heavens knows we need some big (laughs) spoonfuls of that, Meg. Welcome to the show. Welcome.
4: Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm relaxing. I'm sitting, drinking a cup of tea, and my whole family's cleaning up the kitchen. Oh, music to my core. ears! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's no. heaven.
1: You deserve it because no. after hearing about <laughs> Chef Meg's schedule yeah. with three boys, she's cooking for teenagers, teenagers. Three
2: teenage everybody. boys and a husband. That alone gets a yeah. round of applause in my yeah. In yeah. my respect. book. Full respect. All respect. <laughs> that, that that's enough right there.
4: Because you know, then then you add in the other jobs. But no, I know. Oh, uh, yeah, it exactly. All, you know what, it all, it all Dang. falls together, and I, I'm the biggest believer in if you're organized, you can take on anything, and, and, and if you want something done, find somebody that's busy, because it, if they're busy, they're organized. It's they, so they, true. You know, that, that's what you look for. <laughs>
2: I gotta get organized.
1: <laughs> Alright, maybe I shouldn't or else I'm people will start asking me for more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Meg, so let's let's give our listeners some great advice. Uh, we read we've already read through them, but we're gonna let you share them with them. We'll 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 give the category and then you tell us how you make this work in your beautiful, delicious kitchen. Uh, okay. the first one that you had mentioned is to forget perfection.
2: Oh, yeah. that right there makes me take a deep breath. Yeah. Forget perfection. Oh, thank heavens. So tell us about that, Chef.
4: And and, and that's a hard one for me because I'm a culinary instructor. I'm teaching people how to become chefs. And at um, my day job, I am, you know, to the inch, I mean, to the millimeter. You have to, you know, cut this this way, and you have to blend this, and you have to strain that.
2: Wow, you're hardcore.
4: (laughs) Oh, I mean. Dang. Okay, good to know. Good to know, (laughs) Chef. but – but that's what I, that's one thing that I always tell my students and, and you know, and I'm on Spark People's website a lot. People leave comments for me and I uh-huh. reply back to them and I love it. It really connects me with the Spark People community. Oh, yeah. they're wonderful. And the one thing that I always say to them, you know, they're like, I, you know, can I do this? I don't know if I can do it. And you know what? You just do it and you try. And you know what? Cooking is an art. It is truly for the home, for the customer. So that's why I always say, you know, I have to know who my customer is. And so my customer being Spark, you know, with Spark people being Chef Meg is just to get you motivated to get into the kitchen and try something new. If you can stand behind the stove, that's the first step. Just that's get it. in there and do it. Open your eyes, smell, taste, and you're mm. going to fall in love with it.
1: I, I, I really want to catch that energy, Chef Meg, because I have tried to cook meals in the past and my perfectionism basically makes me give up. I, I just think, I, you know, I try every now and again. And I just go back mm-hmm. to the old the old routine and my God, it's so boring. So that's why yeah. cookbooks are are, are going to be my lifeline this year because I need some inspiration. So letting mm-hmm. go of perfectionism, great, great tool for the kitchen. Let's move on to the next one. According to you, in your kitchen, we're talking with Chef Meg, who's telling us about different ways to relax into the kitchen and to relax into the joy of cooking, and it can be a joy, according to Chef Meg. <laughs> you also suggest that we be flexible.
4: Yes. Yeah. Well, you should be flexible with, with ingredients, with time. You know, if you're new to the kitchen, Don't pick a Wednesday evening that you're coming home from work to try a new recipe. Uh Pick a Sunday afternoon that you know you have a couple hours, and if the recipe takes you a little bit longer to make, that's okay. You know, I think people get into this, you know, almost New Year's resolution type deal I'm going to do a new recipe, you know, four times a week. Well, yeah.
2: that's, uh, you know, my Bad strategy. is all oh, oh, well-intended. Well <laughs> well well-intended. Well-intended, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. That one would take you right down. You're right. Give yourself a little space. That makes Not so much sense. I've Not never thought panic. of that
1: before, yeah. ever, in my entire yeah. life. And so <laughs> thought, t- give myself t- space.
4: Yeah, pick a, you know, and um, my, I tell you... I, You know, cooking is like a symphony. It's music. I mean, you should flow with it and you should enjoy it. So put some music on in the kitchen and pick a day that, you know, you're, you're not in a rush. And you know, just set the stage that I'm going to have fun with this. I love to cook.
2: Do I, really, you, I mean, you it make what, it sound so good, Chef Meg. You really I am, do. Truly, I'm ready to get into my kitchen right now and turn on some music. <laughs> <laughs> if I can, and I'm ready to-, to watch her do that, Meg. I'm ready. To- <laughs> you can even dance while you cook. <laughs> oh, now, you, now you're signing oh, me you up. Don't you don't know what you've just attention. done, attention. Chef Meg. Mm. Actually, I do. I do. You know, I, and you say be flexible. I actually kind of work around my kitchen, which is very small stretching and bending, and I kind of use it mm-hmm. actually to literally be flexible and move a little bit. So, it, so, so, like so as she one. gets
1: bored, as she's waiting for something to get ready, she'll, yeah. she'll use that time I'll to,
2: right you know, the 10-minute workout. Down <laughs> yeah. well, true. But, you true. you the firefly are, you're, you're,
4: right in the middle of the room. <laughs> you're, you're burning energy. It's shopping, true. Doing the shopping. Yes, but you know, that's the flexibility right. also does come in with the recipes. Mm. If a recipe is written, you know, with a, a winter-type vegetable and it's summer, well, you know, go with the summer vegetable. Uh-huh. So, you know, like it's, think, 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 be flexible with the season. With, mm-hmm. If tomatoes are in season, use fresh tomatoes. If it's January, use canned tomatoes. Uh-huh. So it, the recipe is to get you started, but you have your own senses. You have your own fra- favorites and likes. If you kind of stay within, you know, the vegetable, like if it calls for a vegetable, switch up to another vegetable, but always try to think about, when the vegetables grow, if you're going to do some swaps.
1: Mm. But, Meg, I so, do have to say, some of us have to crawl before we can run. <laughs> and in this case, I'm going to go straight from your book. I'm not going to fool around with it. I need a little time to get accustomed to even that stage. Right. And then I think the next stage is going to be what you're suggesting, which is play around with it a little I bit. Have some that. fun.
4: It is. It's an art. Cooking is an art. I mean, it's a science. But first and foremost, it's an art. It's, well, and what, it's very sensual.
2: What I love about that is that then you can be creative, yeah. which, you know, art is creative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last tip to decrease the overwhelm in the kitchen, Chef Meg, you, you say, be organized. That seems mm-hmm. to be a mantra with you. I've noticed <laughs> you're an organized gal. You get a lot in. You live big.
4: <laughs> I need some of your freakish yeah. ways. To How do we, make, do we
2: do it? it How like do working. we get organized?
4: <laughs> Help I, us. I, yeah, I, I think I think you know that, that they, they might put that on my tombstone that I was no. But I, you know <laughs> what I do is when I I shop um, if I if I am going to follow a recipe exactly. When I go to the grocery store, all my ingredients for the refrigerator kind of go together. All my ingredients in the pantry go together. So I know if I am going to do a specific recipe, I have everything together. But normally, just, you know, arrange your kitchen, like your spices, things that you want to cook with a lot. You don't want them next to your stove or on top of a shelf in your stove. Near your stove you don't, you don't <laughs> want a lot of heat near uh, your spices because I mean, it's going to ruin them. I found that out several spices ago. She needs ago. to move
2: around as soon as we get off the show, Meg. <laughs> yeah. but like, that um, explains a lot. <laughs> my tasteless,
4: bland
1: dishes. It's because... She's yeah, trying. Like,
2: herb, herbs, like, you
4: know, do a little pot container of herbs right outside your kitchen um, door fun. or I right do next that. to your kitchen sink if you have a window. Yeah. Um, it feels good. You know, something that I do teach is that, you know, when you're cooking, you really shouldn't have to move your arms too far out from your shoulders. Everything sh- should be within a reachable area. Ooh, so if you kind of build a, a triangle of everything's close by, it just becomes so much more fluid and and you're not running all over the place. And, and it, you know, kind of treat, if you're just new to cooking, treat each recipe like, like you're going to run a restaurant. Make your grocery list. There's something called mise um, that we use in professional kitchens, and it's deciding what I'm going to chop, what I'm going to do before I start cooking, and it just makes life a whole lot easier when you get Beautiful. ready to do that recipe. Beautiful. Beautiful, I love it. Thank you, Chef Meg, so much again for hanging out with us and
1: taking your valuable time away from. All of your other responsibilities, and we. Will oh, be well, talking... I've got
4: to get back to the, my chair.
1: Okay, get back to your chair.
4: Get back to your chair. But we're definitely going to
1: be talking to you again soon. And thank you again for sharing your wisdom because it really does make a difference. Oh, thank you. So next up, we have another charming and lovely guest, Spark Expert Stephanie Romine, and she's going to be breaking more diet myths so that we can be free of them forever. Thank heaven! <laughs> you're listening to Spark People Radio, and stay with us because if you're listening to something positive, eye-opening, and uplifting. It helps you to stay in higher states of happiness and health, and we all want more of that. Oh, yeah.
3: Sometimes that yard can seem like an obstacle course, full of flower beds, bird baths, and shrubs. Good thing Craftsman Innovation can help you maneuver those obstacles with ease. With the new Craftsman Turn-Tight Tractor, the industry's tightest turn just got tighter. The improved 6-inch turning radius provides more maneuverability and precision so you can get around almost anything that lies in your way. This tight turning eliminates the hassle of repositioning your tractor in effort to get a closer cut. Find Turn-Tight technology across Craftsman lawn and garden tractors. Craftsman. Trust in your hands. Available at Sears.
0: Our show is brought to you by Kenwood. Listen to the future.
1: And welcome back to Spark People Radio. And at Spark People, our mission is to spark millions of people to reach their goals and lead healthier lives. And we offer nutrition and health and fitness tools and support and resources that are 100% free. Because we got your back. And you're worth it. I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And last week, we debunked some of the dieters' mentality myths that were we're keeping us from
2: reaching our weight loss goals. Oh, yeah. Nothing like a good debunk. (laughs) We're debunkers
1: here tonight. And now we have with us our sweet and beautiful Sparks sister, Stephanie Romine. A fellow Spark expert who's going to be helping us to get through these ideas, these concepts that we have about how we have to lose weight that are completely fabricated illusions.
2: The more debunking, the better, Stephanie. Bring
0: on the debunk. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Stephanie. Thanks for having me back, Lily and Karen. Uh, We love having you. It's always so much fun. You're a treat.
1: Let's cut right to the chase. We know we've got some listeners here who are wanting to know what is, would you say, the number one. Diet myth: When it comes to eating
0: foods, when you're watching your weight, you have to eat less. That's diet myth number one. The worst. In the Ah. Smart People Cookbook, we tell you no way, no growling bellies, no deprivation, and no puny portions. When you eat healthy foods, you can fill your plate up, and your belly will be full. Your plate will be full, Ah, and you'll be happy, and you'll be satisfied. Yes.
1: Yes, love absolutely because I, I like a hearty meal. I do too. I really do. I appreciate a nice full Solid. meal where I leave feeling I'm feeling satisfied. Yeah. It's that satisfied feeling that makes you able to wait till the next meal without feeling frustrated and and more likely to binge eat or eat emotionally.
0: Absolutely, yes, you have the right idea. Beautiful, um, and that brings us to diet myth number two, which yeah. is bring that, it on. Oh, bring it on, Stephanie. You want to be satisfied. So why would you believe that plain vegetables are better for you? I mean, I love vegetables. I'm I am I a type of gal who always eats her vegetables first. Uh-huh. But who wants to chow down on a bowl of dry greens or plain steamed veggies not all the time? Not me. Not I. You, <laughs> you actually need a little bit of fat to metabolize some of the vitamins in those vegetables. Thank so heaven. if you want... Oh my gosh, I know. So if you want a little bit of butter or some cheese or a little bit of ranch dressing, reduced fat, please, go for it. And if that gets you to eat your vegetables, if that makes you crave a particular vegetable, go for it. Just keep your portions in check, load up on the veggies and keep the condiments and keep the seasoning a little it. lighter. And you're so
2: right because just a little tiny bit of that delicious butter changes the flavor of the vegetables. And you just said it actually does have That's a exactly chemical right. reaction. So I am thrilled about that. It's something you can live with for a lifetime. Total deprivation. Yeah, absolutely. No one can do that, no. but we can do Moderation yep. in everything. We're pleasure creatures. We're pleasure-oriented so love, oriented creatures. Yeah, it's true. Not denying. Okay. So diet myth number three, Stephanie. Bring it on. What is it? <laughs> what have we been believing all these years wrongfully? How have we been duped, Stephanie? Yes, we've definitely been duped. How so?
0: Well, we are right to believe that we need to cut back on salt and on fat when we're trying to get healthier and lose weight. Right. But we're wrong to believe that by doing so, you forego all flavor in your food. So... It's a cheap trick among chefs to rely on salt and fat. And our chef Meg has gone beyond that. She knows how to impart flavor without salt and without too much fat, just a little bit of fat. Um, and she actually collects herbs and spices like some women collect shoes, she likes to say.
4: <laughs> and so you. you'll notice
0: that every recipe on sparkrecipes.com and in the spark people cookbook uh, created by chef meg is loaded with herbs and spices it has they all have plenty of citrus to add a little zing to your meal i love um, zing pretty much to my any meal. place Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Who I mean, doesn't who doesn't like to eat? A, I'm not alone here, I'm sure. I like a little zing,
2: a little zing, oh, a little pop, yeah. <laughs> a little <laughs> Delish. I thought you two would like that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You know.
0: You know No it's plain food. <laughs> no.
2: I love it. And if you're just tuning in, Stephanie is sharing with us, our one and only Spark sister, Stephanie Romine, is sharing with us some dieting myths that have had us all fooled for quite some time. Taken us down the wrong road. Truly, and probably made us more miserable than we have to be. That's Exactly right. So, Stephanie, let's move on. The next diet's myth.
0: So, number four kind of relates to that number two. The number four myth is you should always choose fat-free versions of your favorite foods. And I've already told you, you need a little bit of fat in your diet. It keeps your skin healthy and and supple, your hair, things like that. And also, as I said, you need the fat to metabolize certain vitamins in fruits and vegetables. So I
1: I, I went through a fat-free phase. Back in the day, when oh, we all did. Oh. Talk about a, a boring way to live. I Truly. mean, food is supposed to be pleasurable, and the way they they literally it, like dry. they sucked the life out of it. There was nothing there.
0: <laughs> literally. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And uh, so that brings us to number five oh, of yeah. our diet myths. What is it? Baking and steaming are the only cooking methods you'll need to know. So those can be a little plain as well. And in the Spark People Cookbook, we share with you so many different kinds of healthy cooking um, grilling, broiling, roasting, sweating, sautéing, braising. Yeah. yeah Options yeah. are
2: unlimited. They just sound much, <laughs> so much more interesting. Oh, yeah. It sounds and like every, you're getting a workout. <laughs> it's so true. But
1: you forgot toasting. Oh, toasting. I do a lot of toasting. toasting yes. <laughs> so toasting is good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So you, you've you just given us a large number of options to, to take away that feeling that we're confined in our food choices as opposed to somewhat unlimited, assuming that you don't have an allergy or a physical reaction to some of the foods that you're putting into your body. But the good news is, is that Your food choices are massive. It's just a matter of exposing yourself to different people who can give you new choices around food. So that could be a friend or that could be someone like Stephanie and Chef Meg through their cookbook. But getting exposure to different ways to deal with your food so you have more options, that's going to make it easier for you to stay connected to your body eat when you're physically hungry as opposed to emotionally hungry and start letting go of the excess weight so Stephanie thank you for lending your wisdom tonight I'm sure that everyone who was listening got at least one aha moment out of that Beautiful I'm debunking session. Truly, I'm
2: sure there was a lot of relief going down tonight, all that debunking. Because I think we believe things that maybe we heard when we were kids. It's true. Or perhaps, you know, we know a sister or a friend that dieted that way or had that concept that fat free foods will help you lose weight. So I think there's some beliefs that we've just been you know, habitually thinking. Yeah. So or baking you. and steaming are the only, ma- I mean, yeah. all of these I remember
1: falling prey to. So you've, you've done a beautiful job of pulling the mask off of these masquerading belief oh, we systems. we can
2: see the light and it's beautiful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Stephanie, thank you. And please come back on again because you're always sharing so much wisdom with us and, and we all can use an ongoing education in how to take best care of our body. So thank you so much.
0: Oh, you are very welcome, Lily and Karen, anytime. So
1: when we come back, dear Spark family members, we're going to be discussing a fellow Sparkster, Bruce Corwin, who found a really, really powerful and inspirational way to motivate himself to stay on track with all of his fitness goals. This story is fantastic. Are you struggling with your commitments to yourself? You don't want to miss this. You're listening to Spark People Radio, sparking millions of people all over the world to live healthier and happier lives.
2: Did you know that one in every 50 Americans is living with some form of paralysis? The Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation wants to change that. The Reeve Foundation is dedicated to finding cures for spinal cord injury by funding innovative research and improving the quality of life for people living with paralysis. Please consider helping them carry out their mission and donate today. Today's care, tomorrow's cure. For more information about the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation, visit www.christopherreeve.org.
0: Our show is brought to you by eBay Motors, where you can dream it, find it, buy it, all at ebaymotors.com.
1: Welcome back to Spark People Radio, your educational, inspirational, and motivational radio show designed to get you psyched about your health
2: and your life. And I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And we wanted to give you a heads up on another amazing resource. We got a goodie. Oh, yeah, we do. If you want to get fit fast, you definitely want Spark People's newest DVD, Total Body Sculpting. TBS! Oh yeah. (laughs) You'll be joining the lovely, the charming, Coach Nicole as she leads you through three fat-burning cardio and strength workouts. You can customize your workout program to sizzle fat and chisel lean muscles on your time and at your own pace. I love to sizzle and chisel. (laughs) Order your copy at www sparkpeople.com slash tbs dvd. Well said, Karen. That was so articulate. You yeah. enunciated so it beautifully. It fire up. Anytime I know I'm going to be sizzling and chiseling, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs>
1: Love this DVD. So we wanted to tell you a little story about a fellow Sparkster named Bruce Corwin. Yes, we did. And you might have already seen his blog, but this one really touched our hearts deeply, so we really wanted to share beautiful. with you. And so the bottom line is, Bruce was telling a story about how sometimes he felt like his fitness goals kind of they lacked meaning for him. So if he'd lose a couple of pounds, it wasn't a big deal, and he never felt fantastic about it. But he went ahead and he linked something that did have meaning to his weight loss, and that's made all the difference in the world. It's floated his boat. It's given more, him more inspiration. It's made him work a little harder towards his dreams around where he wants to be living his weight, what or his dreams around what type of shape
2: he wants to be in. That's right. What he committed to was for every pound that he lost, he contributed $10 to a hunger fighting organization. I love that. And what, here's, here's how it originated. He basically started
1: asking himself at one point, you know, instead of saying, you know, what do I want to eat next? He started asking himself, you know, am I really hungry or do I just want to eat? Because just eating
2: is definitely where we get into trouble. Oh yeah, right. Really when we're stopping. just doing it mindlessly, we talk about it often about stopping, slowing down long enough to ask the question of your body: Am I really hungry? Yeah. So how, where he went with this is he basically
1: said, "Do I really need to be fuller than this?" Uh-huh. That that Great that question. question. He said that put things into perspective uh-huh. because he said basically we've all heard the line: "Children are starving in Africa," and that he used to use it basically with his oh, kids. Yeah. We heard that as. He'd use it with his kids when they'd get especially fussy and ungrateful around food, you know. It's a, and it's a cliche now, as he says in his blog, except for one thing. And this is where he really got me. He said, children really are starving in Africa. One in seven people on the planet mm. is undernourished. Mm. And one in six Americans is food insecure, which is they're not 100% sure they're going to be able to afford their next meal. Yeah. So he was so moved by that fact that some people struggle so much he goes into the the grocery store and he's thinking about what he's going to buy and he gets confused and overwhelmed but other people walk into the grocery store and they're trying to figure out if they can even get through the next day with their tiny little uh
2: uh, budget budget with Mm -hmm. their tiny little budget exactly i really was so moved by bruce's story because it gave him meaning it gave him it gave him something to work towards that he could include other people in too. It didn't feel like it was a, his own journey. In losing the weight, he got that rush of helping other people. Not only was he helping himself by losing the weight and becoming lighter, but he was helping others. That by makes his a big difference. Uh huh. And you I could can see understand. why that fired him up and yeah, motivated him. It's true, and there really is something we're
1: all hardwired, I think, to be supportive of other people. It's our nature yeah. as human beings uh-huh. because we're all connected in we're some way. We're social beings. We're social beings. So knowing that he is making a difference for himself and others simultaneously. That's a beautiful feeling. Yep, that's a beautiful feeling, and that obviously inspired him to it lose. Inspired him. to lose
2: the weight. He's on a roll. He's feeling it.
1: fantastic. He's feeling motivated, and he's getting in better and better shape with every passing week. So, kudos to you, Bruce. Hats and, off to you, And, Bruce and, and he is, he's invited everyone to go on to his spark page and to let him know if you want to join him in this if you're going to add your commitment to his commitment to feed the hungry out there as you're feeding yourself nourishing yourself and getting to your healthiest weight so bruce corwin check him out on SparkPeople.com and join him in this beautiful beautiful contribution so before we bid you adieu for the moment we want to give you a visualization to turn to this week And this is a contrasting visualization that's going to help you to make the best choice for your body next time you're facing the question to eat or not to eat. So just take a few deep breaths in with us in through your nose and out through your mouth. Deep breathing is the best way to put yourself in the present moment and to relax yourself and to quiet the mind. So a couple deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. In through your nose, expanding your belly and your chest out through your mouth. So first, just take a moment to imagine yourself inside your house on the couch, when you're watching television and you're having your third snack. How does that make you feel thinking of yourself in that particular circumstance? And now, picture yourself running outside in the fresh air, feeling powerful, feeling centered, feeling strong. What do you notice most about the contrast between these two scenes? Which scene is more vibrant and full of life? Remember that feeling and that scene the next time you're tempted to skip your workout. Some days, you have to give up what you want now for what you want most. And what we want most for you is to have a wonderful week where you're taking primo care of your beautiful body and your beautiful self. So until next week, fellow Sparksters, spark on! This piece of road intelligence is brought to you by the highly intelligent Audi A6 with Night Vision Assistant. 80% of drivers multitask. Take the guy next to you who's paying more
2: attention to the lettuce between his teeth than the road. Audi. Truth in engineering.
3: Night Vision Assistant's available feature. Do not drive while distracted. Alan Taylor here from Motor Trend Radio. The Audi A6 is equipped to help you navigate practically anything you may encounter on the road. With features like available Audi Quattro All-Wheel Drive and Audi Drive Select, which allows you to adjust the car's handling and responsiveness. Visit your local Audi dealer to learn more.